and we are live welcome back to checkpoint brought to you by strictly casual your number one show rounding up all the hottest not so modest gaming news stories of the week and discussing all the relevant topics you need to know about i'm one of your hosts james mal joined today by the spiciest meatball and gaming vincent desanti how we doing we're doing okay that's right. about it <laughs> <laughs> audio listeners thank you so much you can find us on youtube at youtube.com slash strictly casual please hit us with a reading on audio platforms and sub it helps us out a lot just interact with us any way that you can shoot us a comment shoot us a like any of that uh will boost our algorithm uh what else is going on, on the channel then this week uh our collab with co-op comedy releases so look out for that that's right and our own writer maldonado I uh, was just on the red carpet for the gray man. So yep. we should have some coverage of that going up on the channel soon. Yep. On the tickety talks. And I'm sure freeze frame will have some information on that as well. Yep. Absolutely. So head on over to freeze frame this week to hear more about that. Today, we're talking about rumors. We're talking about uh super massive getting sold. We're talking about NFTs to no one's surprised, but to also <laughs> to no one's joy. No one loves talking about NFTs. It's never not in this NFT space. NFT never has a good connotation. Yeah, not in this space. That's At least for sure. not in this space. That's right. First of all, Finn, how are we doing? What have we been playing this week? I I wish I played a lot, James, but I, I got yeah. about maybe sixty minutes of Elden Ring in, and uh, that's it. Sixty minutes literally i have played no games this week i've been so swamped like i'm like stressed to a maximum right now i could hit my breaking point like right now during this show oh my god who knows who anything ladies and gentlemen we might see vincent have a mental breakdown i'm on the verge of breakdown right now yeah (laughs) (laughs) so other than that it's fine other than that we're doing great you know what vincent i uh i relate to you because i was on the phone with a friend of mine today mm-hmm. who is also moving to New York yeah. uh, at the end of the month. And we both don't have places to live. And he's moving at the end of the month. Yeah, she's moving at the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. July 29th is her flight. Gosh. It's yeah. crazy. Hitting denials all the time. Yeah. Yeah, not only do I have to make decisions about living situation, it's also like mm-hmm. I just canceled a trip to SoCal because I have like three freelance jobs on top of my job right now. Oh my god! I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it all. I'm feeling like the opposite of Superman right now. You know, <laughs> I really can't do it all. What is what is the media equivalent? Bizarro. Except he kind of does it all in the evil no. way, and I'm not feeling like that. Right, right. You don't do it all at this point. I just You're... feel like a dude. You know. <laughs> I just feel like a guy, not really Superman, just a just a dude, just a guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, been a it's been a rough one. Not gonna lie, episode one twenty one. Been a, it's been a rough one this week. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I couldn't be around to help you out on this. I've been house sitting all week. I actually hey, drove back from the house I'm house sitting at to record this episode. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Vincent, I did the unthinkable this week. Tell me. I played Fortnite. Yeah, you did. No build or build. <laughs> no built are you fucking kidding me let's go baby and thoughts it is it's kind of really fun yeah it's awesome but there's a lot of shit in this game that i'm like i have to figure out how to do mm, like what there's a lot like there's like a, there's a lot of items where i'm just like i don't know what the fuck this does sure, like sure. a fishing rod i picked that up for the first time yeah. and i'm like 
Does this just pull people towards me? Does this you just fish in items in the in the rivers and you get fish and then fish re uh, give you health or shields, depending on what fish you pull. Interesting. So it's like there's just a lot of stuff like that that I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's going on here. There's a couple of those. And I mean, they keep that but, fresh. They just keep those rolling, yeah. you know, to keep interest. Right. And I think playing Fortnite made me realize because I mean, I'm not even calling out people. I'm calling out people by their skins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To my friends. I said, oh, my God, I'm getting I'm getting hit by fucking Travis Scott. There's yeah. Travis Scott around the corner. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to myself say these things. And I'm like, Fortnite, you're a fucking phenomenon. Truly. Truly. I'm like, I think Fortnite is the epicenter of modern pop culture. Yeah. I think you're right. I mean, dude, you, you can walk around. Just you the can be way getting- the the amalgamation of all these different um intellectual properties they got silk sonic in there dude yeah like any any fucking bruno mars yeah you they got dwayne the rock johnson they Mm -hmm. got naruto they got sasuke yeah they have everything it's insane it's literally crazy to me you could play on the same squad as like master chief and kratos like it's just wild they can get licensing for anything except nintendo yet but i'm sure that's coming That'd be a huge deal for them. That would be a huge deal. But it's just been absolutely insane. I only played like three games. Aside mm-hmm. from that, played a lot of Fall Guys this week. Um, I feel like there's some... I, I downloaded Yakuza 0. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't jump into that yet. But uh, fuck, I played another game that was like a kind of like a roguelike. Fuck me. <laughs> I don't know. It's that point of the week, ladies and gentlemen, sure, where sure. I can't remember what I've been playing all week. Yeah. Um, I damn. have well, I guess in Elden Ring, I'm at the last talisman location, so that to get that trophy, then I got to go through and get all the uh, sorceries or the yeah the incantations, I guess not the incant yes no the sorceries yeah. What what was the most recent boss that you that you faced off against? Um, well, I skipped the ancestor spirit boss, the deer thing at the very beginning in the first part mm-hmm. of um. So for city uh, uh, or so for river, yeah. Sayafra, um, Sayafra river. So I finally mm-hmm. did that, but it was easy. I was way over leveled for that. That was like a one, you know, one stop shop for me since that was crazy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I did the, um, uh, what's the wizard? What's her name? Uh, crap. Oh, Ronnie. Um, I did Ronnie's Ronnie, okay. whole quest line with boss. I think I talked about that last week though. That was not this week. And then, um, I also oh, got the great sword, the moonlight great sword. Yes, I do have that. Yeah. Um, I'm working my way towards uh it's in what's what's the whole underground place called? Necron City, I guess, maybe? Yeah. There's like a fire world area in Necron City and everybody's super hard. Everybody's crazy. Is like, that the one HP. where you cross the the Scarlet yeah. Rot Lake? No, but that's just for Ronnie's quest line. There's a whole other place of it. It's crazy. There's this giant like guy I got to f- defeat in there. And then like you get these summon signs on the ground and it's like not other players but like those like npc other players you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's they're crazy in here there's like five of them in this place they're wild Jeez. so that's been really cool to explore and that's been pretty tough so i've been like they're not really bosses but it's hard to just make your way to that boss so i don't i think i'm gonna get my ass kicked yes. by it but it's it's been cool it's been fun necron city wasn't bad for me yeah it's not necron city it's <sighs> i gotta i'll look at it i'll look at it what direction is it it's in the uh 
southeast corner of the map underground or not underground oh, shit, but in really the layer don't. underneath um yeah the lands between shit that i really don't know unless it's a part of like a hero's dungeon let me see uh um i looked up my playstation recently played and i jumped into hollow knight once oh, and again nice. yeah i absolutely love that game it's hard as hell but i love it um hollow knight's one of those games that starts you off super weak and shows you a bunch of stuff that you can't go to or like access yet and you're like fuck like the game gives you a dash or like a wall jump. Okay. Like a wall jump. So you can kind of like go between two parallel walls and they give you those all the time early on. And you're like, fuck, I can't get up any of these, but I just now like probably 15 hours into the game. Yeah. Got that. And now I'm like, fuck, now I got to go back and backtrack hmm. and go to all these different places, which I kind of hate backtracking. Yeah. Cause you, want but to it's play. cool. You know, but exploring past those, boundaries that i wasn't able to go past before is really nice yeah uh, i also beat near automata for the second time um you told I'm, me last week yes yeah, so i'm yeah. deep into the third playthrough uh you play as another character who i won't say and 9s again and i played as the first character first aforementioned character for like probably half an hour it was really tough and okay. i mean just bosses got a lot of health yeah but she's really really strong Okay. And so played as her and then I played as 9S and I haven't done anything as 9S yet. I also played Steep for like 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Steep is fucking awesome. That's what you were saying last week too. It's a good I one. think it's the best snowboarding game. Better than SSX? I, I don't remember SSX well enough. I'll say it's the best modern snowboarding okay, game. That's fair. I, I found the area, by the way. It's Mogwin Palace. Mogwin Palace is... That's what I'm struggling with right now in Elden Ring. It's pretty crazy. How do you spell that? M-O-H-G-W-Y-N. Mogwin. Oh, shit. I have not Dude, entered this area at all. It's wild. Like, normal enemies drop, like, two to 4,000 runes, you know, or like more than that sometimes. Yeah, this is crazy. It's wild down there. So, there's a boss there where I need a, I need a talisman. Um... But now that I have all the legendary talisman, pretty much, I feel pretty OP, dude. There's one that boosts your um, endurance by quite a bit, like quite a bit. Yeah. It, they, they call it stamina. Yeah. Like I can swing my greatsword three times before the stamina bar starts to go down. It's awesome. Like that's the matter Whoa. of life and death right there. Before it even starts to go down? Yeah, before it starts going down. You can run for like 20 seconds before it starts to go down. It's, it's fucking OP. It's awesome. Yeah. So I got that going. And then I have like a great boost to health. The dog, this is going to be the death loop effect. What? The death loop effect. You get all these powers and shit and you become OP. And then you're like, oh, this game's just easy now. But it's not easy. Even though I have this, I'm still struggling in this palace big time. Yeah. Because, and, and I'm not surprised because Elden Ring has the first playthrough just has a big enemy strength to player weakness yeah deficit right yeah i yeah i don't know i heard that when i get to towards the end well okay i was kind of reading about this after you defeat the fire giant apparently the game gets like very linear like you go here you do this you go here yeah. you do this you go here you do this to the end that's true so i'm trying to get everything done before that point so i could just play linearly through that 
you know you'll have nothing to do in new game plus no i will because i want to do a different build i don't want to do a i don't want to do a um strength build anymore i want to just go fully like that's that's what i have nothing new to discover in the new game plus well i'll still do new game there's no point but the things that lock you out of late game that you won't be able to do until late game again then i want to do that like i want to get those things because the odds that i put in sync another right now i'm at 75 hours about to hit 80 hours in this game the odds that i put another 80 hours in this year is low very low you know, like as much I, I do enjoy the game, but Your I'm not, second playthrough is always faster. Yeah, but I mean, regardless, I'm not I'm probably not going to replay it right away. Like, I'll, I'll find other things to explore, like I'll find other sure. places because um, there's there's no way I've done everything in this game. You know, there's no way sure. there's so much. Yeah. So I don't know. I want to get a lot out of it. This I'm getting a lot out of it this first playthrough, but yeah. All right, Vincent, let's get into the news. I'm going to start us off with this first one. Konami is reinstating delisted Metal Gear games. This comes from IGN.com. Konami is preparing to reinstate the Metal Gear games it temporarily removed from sale as the series celebrates its 35th anniversary. As reported by Video Games Chronicle, Konami Japanese Twitter account posted to commemorate the anniversary and announced that fans seemingly soon will once again be able to play the temporarily suspended entries. Quote, the Metal Gear, Metal Gear series, released on July 13th, 1987, celebrated its 35th anniversary today, it said. We are preparing to resume sales of titles that have been temporarily suspended, end quote. This could refer to the various versions of Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 that were, that were removed from digital storefronts last November following license renewal issues. Vincent, yeah. how does this make you feel? Very excited, dude. The... the... If this is pointing towards a future where the Metal Gear games are back on the PlayStation Store or potentially in an extra slash premium tier of PlayStation or even just on websites such as GOG or Steam or wherever they're going to live, mm-hmm. makes me very happy that they're going to be a little more accessible. Because right now, um, they're a little harder to get your hands on. There's ways. There's ways. When do you see this happening? When do I see it happening? I don't know. We we got the last update on this like two years ago when they said they were delisting stuff. Three years ago when they said the reasons they were delisting things, like all that kind of stuff. It it could be a while, but the fact that they're working on it is that that just makes me happy, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure if they had a goal in mind, like if they were to release on PlayStation, whatever, or you know whatever it's going to be, I'm sure there's a date they're trying to hit or something, you know. What do you think would be an indication of that date? Like, do you think it's going to be during an event? Do you think we're going to see a PSX thing? Do you think we're going to see a yeah. Gamescom thing for this? Only if they're releasing it in a new collection or something. I could see them slipping it in in a freaking blog post like we're about to talk. We have two blog posts basically to go over this um, this episode, but they could just slip it in a blog post and be fine. Unless they're doing a remaster collection or a new, like, amalgamation it's all the metal gear games 60 dollars. you could play one two three like sons of liberty you could play uh revengeance or whatever peace walker peace walker all of them i don't think they would include revengeance it's not a metal gear solid game yeah it's like a metal gear rising wait isn't it is it under the yeah it's metal gear rising yeah it's still a metal gear game yeah and you could buy that on steam you just can't play it anywhere else right now which is fine you can't play it on playstation you can play it on it's PS3. It's not fine, Vin. It's not backwards right, right, right. compatible. No, not yet. But remember, there's more. Do you hear all the stuff this week too about, or last week about, um, just the backwards compatibility stuff, software-wise that they're trying to build still? No. Yeah, like Mark Cerny. People Tell that work for Mark Cerny. We're talking mm-hmm. about how they're still developing software that would work. Like 
PlayStation 5 has the capability to like if you put in a PS3 disc to play that PS3 game. But mm. the software there's like software limitations to that. So they're still developing that mm. software, but it's a there is an they have the ability to push out a software patch that will allow you to do that, right? Or however that works. I'm not a developer. I don't understand the back end of that at all. Sure. But he was saying that it's a possibility and they're work they've been working on software for that for a long time. But they're not ready to like release that stuff. So I don't know. That could be a big sign. What do you want to see from this? From what? Metal Gear? Yeah. What's 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 your dream? I've never played dream scenario for this release. For the re-release. Either separate or in a package and not a place it doesn't have to be PlayStation 5. It could be digital. That's fine. I mean, I, I think a physical thing would be cool, like a Metal Gear remaster. Remember we were talking about that a long time ago, but I I don't need it. I don't need a remake. It'd be cool. I think we need a I think we need a remaster. I want to play the original like how it was done, like how it was made, you know? Because I've never yeah. got to experience that. And I feel like I'll be sorely mm-hmm. lacking in why it's so iconic, you know, if I just play the remake of it. Yeah. But you would you would agree that we at least want a 60 frame up res oh, to 1080p can be, be or dope. 4K. It'd be dope. Just 4K textures. Yeah. It'd be so 4K nice. textures, 60 frames per second. Slap that bad boy. Yeah. Put it in a collection. Call it good. Because for the Xbox 360, we had we had 2, 3, and Peace Walker. Mm-hmm in a collection and uh and now i want the originals yeah the original original yeah one there's so and many then... there's like 19 metal gear games altogether or something crazy no there's not shut the fuck up yeah, really with, with the portable ones with the portable games oh yeah also. portable 17 maybe 19 that's no my fucking guess way. there are 11 there's more. There's got to be more. Really? No, it, it says 11 on this is Wikipedia. Okay, hold on. I I thought I just read something. There is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Because we're talking Metal Gear. Snake's Revenge. Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. We have Metal Gear Solid, Metal, Metal Gear Solid VR Missions, which is a separate game entirely. Metal Gear Solid Game Boy. Okay, well, I guess that's the same. Okay, we'll count that as... We won't count that one since it's just a ported game. Metal Gear Solid Integral. I've never heard of that. I don't know what that is. Sons of Liberty. I don't know what that is. Metal either. Gear Solid 2 Substance. The Twin Snakes, of course. Snake Eater. Metal Gear Acid? What is Metal Gear Acid? It's a PSP game. So baller. So it's baller. a turn-based collectible card game. And then Metal Gear Acid 2. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 3 card Sustenance. Games. Uh, and then we have Portable Ops. Portable Ops Plus, which are two separate games. Metal, Metal Gear Solid Mobile. I guess that's, that's the first game, just mobile, so we won't count that. And then Metal Gear Online 2008. Had no idea that existed either. I think it only released overseas. PS3. Maybe you're right. Well, this looks sick, actually. Wow. Okay. Anyways, I would like to fully immerse myself in the Metal Gear uh, series. And so any way that they become more available, that makes me very happy. That's all. I think you should play Metal Gear Solid 5. I played the first... I played Ground Zeroes about 50 times over and over and over and over again. And then I played the beginning of 5. And that's it. Yeah. 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 Play it. Yeah. 
It's sitting right there, Finn. Oh yeah, I got I got the disc, dude. I'm ready. To, like I got it. I don't know what's stopping you. That's one of the ones where my mom's friend worked for PlayStation when, right around the time when that was coming out, and so she would get games, and they would have a cutout on the barcode of the game, like a circle punch out, so that you couldn't like bring uh-huh. it anywhere, sell it anywhere. Like it was like, it was legit. It's just you just have it you can't sell it you can't get rid of it that kind of thing you know it gets from sony so i have that one it's punched out like i have infamous second son punched out last of us remastered's punched out like they're legit they're like from sony's oh, headquarters i guess i don't know it's funny it's um, wild yeah okay good times anyways next up coming up we have a blog post update from this morning quite literally playstation stars reward program james I don't really know how I feel about this at all yet, but let's get into it. This says Great. introducing PlayStation All Stars, an all new loyalty program. Today, this is for right from the blog. Today, I'm pleased to reveal PlayStation Stars. Um, the pl- okay, it's a brand new loyalty program that celebrates you, the player, for being on this ever growing com- gaming journey with us. PlayStation Stars will be free to join when it launches later this year. Once you become a member, you'll earn rewards by completing a variety of campaigns and activities. Our quote, monthly check-in campaigns simply require you to play a game to receive a reward. That's all you got to do. You just got to jump in a game. You're going to receive an award. While other campaigns require you to win tournaments, earn specific trophies, or even be the first player to platinum a blockbuster title in your local time zone. I will not be competing for those because I'm the slowest game player of all time. I, just, I play games yeah. so freaking slow. <clears throat> All PlayStation Stars members will have opportunities to earn loyalty points. Points can be redeemed in a catalog that may include PSN wallet funds and select PlayStation Store products. As additional benefit, PlayStation Plus members enrolled in the Stars automatically earn points for purchases on the PlayStation Store. Um, James, this is sounding oddly like um, Nintendo's system. They they said it's not. Oh, okay. So I thought you were going to say something. I thought you were going to say it sounds a lot like NFTs. No, it's not, not like it. NFTs. They said it's not NFTs. Yeah. Also, as part of the PlayStation Stars, we're unveiling a new type of award called Digital Collectibles. Collectibles are as diverse as our portfolio of products and franchises. They are digital representations of things that PlayStation fans enjoy, including figurines of beloved and iconic characters from games and other forms of entertainment, as well as cherished devices that tap into Sony's history of innovation. There will always be a new collectible to earn, an ultra-rare collectible to strive for, or something surprising to collect just for fun. God damn it, James. Here's the problem. I'm going to do it. They're going to have like a campaign that's going to be like play 20 hours of a game, win a game of Fortnite, like get two bronze trophies and a gold trophy, and get this digital cloud figure. Why? And Why I'm going to do, do it because it? it's just going to sit in my profile, just like my trophies. Why do I do the trophies? I don't know. Elden Ring's going to be my 30th platinum trophy. And guess what? Who's going to care? No one except me. I'm going to be glad that trophy's there. That's it. You're going to think about it. You're going to you're going to be looking yeah. from your executive chair in right. 40 years when you're when you're an accomplished producer yeah. and you're going to say like I, I did 30 it. platinum trophies. That's right. Uh-huh. By that time, mm-hmm. let's hope I double it, triple it even. Let's get that 100th mm. platinum trophy mm-hmm. one day. Now, I'm not talking no stinker games. I got a couple stinker trophies in there. That's for sure. Like like Peppa Pig, for instance. Okay, that one is, that was 29 or 28, but yep. you know, it's there. Yep. That's a stinker trophy, but can never be me. How do you feel about all this, James? What, what are you thinking? You know what? Part of me says this is a lot of malarkey. Yeah. 
it's a lot of malarkey that I don't care about. You know, I'm I'm moving into the professional world, and as much as I hate it, it's just I. This is a lot of stuff I don't have time for. A lot of stuff I'm not going to see the benefits of a lot of this. Um, I think that's what they're trying to do. They're going to offer things such as money, like wallet funds, mm-hmm. to play games, and it won't be a significant amount. But I'm assuming it's based on purchases. Like, let's say you buy a game for sixty dollars, you're going to get sixty right. points. Let's say at one thousand right, points, like sixty cents. Yeah, or one thousand points. That's enough to buy a game that's on sale. <laughs> you know what I mean? Something like yeah. that. Yeah, like the way Nintendo has their awards program yeah. where if you buy a game for $60, you get like, what is it, like $0.60 cents or $6 back? It's like... It's Maybe even less. Yeah, what is... um, How much is Nintendo It's not crazy. Coins? How much is three... How much is 100 Nintendo coins work, worth? Uh, $1. So 100 points yeah. is $1. I think I had like 600 get, coins and I just rolled that into whatever game I just bought last and it was like a little bit cheaper, but yeah. Um, but the more you buy games, more rewards you get. It's like a credit card. Yeah, more or less. But not, but not. Yeah, kind of. It has credit card reward system where you buy stuff and you get points yes. back. That's about it. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I don't really care about this that much, but uh I'm sure there's going to be a little thing in your profile now that's like, oh, here's your showcase. It'll be cool. It'll be cool to have a little collectible right next to your name or whatever. Yeah. Now, can, um, can I get collectibles with my backlog? Or you click on someone's co-friends. What? Like, you played this game. Do you get a collectible right off the bat? Like, you've already played this game. Like, we're offering a collectible for this game. I've already 100%ed it. I put 50 hours no, in. No, you got to do cool shit in the game. Like, you got to... Like you gotta make a decision to kill this person, not this person. That's and what trophies that, are. You get a specific. I think they'll just be tied to trophies. Probably, you, you're probably right. Say not like maybe maybe a platinum trophy will give you a certain sure. statue, but I would like it if they were cooler. Like you made this decision, so you got a trophy, and uh, and fuck you, you get another thing. Yeah, you get another thing. I can't yeah, wait no, to see how the implementation will go with uh, PSN profiles, which is my favorite website and my showcase there. <laughs> what I really want to know is how much does this actually like cost them to do? do? Do they use any resources in creating these? I mean, they have to create some sort of image or video. Right, or which is just, which is realistically just paying the people to create them yeah and they're not licensed because they own the license for everything they're creating whether that be hardware or characters from their games so that's not an issue and then they need to somehow software develop something that's going to keep track of all that and integrate with your playstation profile yeah those are the three things you need to take server space right Mm -hmm. yeah I'm, i'm sure it's pretty big on the back end or whatever the hell but um i don't think this is like an insane it's not going to be an insane change it'll be an updated box on your profile window on playstation they'll update the what app. do you think sony wants out of this sony just wants it, it's it's exactly what it is it's a loyalty program you're when you're mm-hmm. they're saying that when you purchase it's going to be free for everybody but you're already going to be enrolled if you have playstation plus extra or premium that's their thing or do you think do you think playstation plus extra premium subscribers will get extra rewards 
And do you think no. they'll get more rewards based on their tier? I think their bonus, if you have extra or uh, premium, is you have access to more games that have rewards. That's the bo- that's the benefit right there. So it's easier to go get mm. more rewards if you have access to more games, I guess. Stuff like okay. that. But they're okay. just, they want ways that people are going to stick with Sony. That's it. They're yeah. just gonna, that's it. That's all it is. They said, don't leave us. They said, please, please don't leave. We have digital crap. Goodies. Yeah. We got a lot of shit for so, you. So it's cool. I'm sure I'll use it, but I'm not. It's not anything huge to me. I don't really care that much about it. I guess. All right, Ben. Let's move on. Let me make sure that I got the right uh, stuff here. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, boom. yeah, yeah. Set up for this clip, clip a Rooney. Oh, I was moving the wrong text box. This clippity clip, baby. We're gonna be talking about some GameStop, some cr- game crap, some crap stuff. Game, game. Crap. Oh, shit. You got it, Yamas? What happened? What's going on over there? Talk us through what's going on for the audio the, listeners. I accidentally grabbed two both of the text boxes when I just meant to grab one, and so I had to Got it. I had to readjust both of them. Cool. We're ready to go. I'm gonna give you a little countdown. Alright, I'm gonna read started, the first three okay. bullet points. You're gonna read the last three bullet points. One, two, three, one, two, three. Cool. Right there. Got it. Okay. All right, ready? Yep. Uh, three, two, one. GameStop staff has hit with layoffs as company focuses on NFTs. This comes from the gamer. GameStop and Game Informer are reportedly facing massive layoffs as senior management switches out of the company's chief financial officer. An internal memo obtained by Axios, GameStop CEO Matt Furlong said, quote, a number of employees would be let go as the, stu- as the company struggles to achieve sustained profitability. The publication noted that GameStop has been... Listen, I'm going to stop you. What happened, James? God, what happened? You just cut out a bunch. You cut out for like two whole points. Well, dang, that sucks. Well... Yep, we we'll have to redo it. Okay. Okay. This, if it cuts gonna, out again, we're going to keep going and I'll cut it out of the podcast because we yep. can't do it over and over. Yeah, okay. we can't. Just, yeah, Here we yeah, go. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, Three, audio two, listeners. You're going to get a... Audio listeners really going to get it this this point. Here we go. Yep. Three, two... GameStop staff has hit with layoffs as company focuses on NFTs. This comes from the gamer. GameStop and Game Informer are reportedly facing massive layoffs as senior management switches out the company's chief financial officer. An internal memo obtained by Axios, GameStop CEO Matt Furlong said, quote, a number of employees would be let go as the company struggles to achieve sustained profitability. The publication noted that GameStop has been hemorrhaging cash for some time now. Furlong noted that GameStop has hired 600 new employees in 2021 and the first half of 2022, but he is now apparently reversing course as management better understands the, quote, transformative needs of the company. That's you. Okay. What's going on? I'm sorry. My entire, like, I just... There was, there was a, I, I stopped recording. I had to okay. because there was a big pause and then there was this like internal decision that I was like, I could bring something up to talk about to try and fill this okay. space. We'll get edited. But Let's I just, just keep kept thinking for too long. Let's just keep I'm going. so sorry. It's all good. Um, Game 4 was also hit with layoffs, mostly targeting the publication's video production team. GameStop is also pivoting into the volatile crypto market with its own brand of NFTs. GameStop recently launched its own NFT marketplace, GameStop NFT, which is now accepting applications to become a creator. 
The timing of this endeavor couldn't have been worse, however, as cryptocurrency values have <laughs> crashed in recent months and NFT sales volume has dropped to its lowest in over a year. Customers also have expressed criticism of the recent layoffs, noting that cutting jobs while taking wild risks with crypto seems irresponsible. Yeah. And they're absolutely correct. This might be one of the worst decisions the well, company has ever made. So you read Paul Tassi's article where the day it opened up, there was only a couple things purchased. And yep. the highest... They only made $44,000 in the first whole day. Yeah, right. And the top NFT sold for like a tiny portion of what it was worth or something. It was worth a million. I when we say worth... 10 like, ETH or whatever. Quote, unquote. Crap, because, it, you know, these are arbitrary values. It was worth a million and it got paid it was paid like three four grand something like that yeah so wild that's a tiny tiny percentage um i wonder how sales are going to track this week i mean nfts are already the purchasing it can't go up the buying and selling is already down so like i can't imagine this going the other direction there's no one there's no indication that it would go up right at all there are already other crypto markets that are well established Mm -hmm. um GameStop has nothing new to offer into this space. No, um, unless they're preparing for what everybody is hating, which is the the implementation of, oh, you could buy this and it'll actually be in a game. Then maybe GameStop could be the leading marketplace in game transactional NFT things. You know what I mean? But I don't mm-hmm. see it. Like, why would it be? This feels like a test for that eventually. You know? I think this fails. I think this No, fails. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't see that happening. I think that's what they're trying to do, though, in my head. That's the only thing that makes sense for me, why they would do this. Besides trying to make money. And NFTs, why? It's GameStop. It's GameStop. Why are we doing NFTs? GameStop has no prior relationship with NFTs. It's like LimeWire. Or just like digital art at all. You saw LimeWire this week. Yeah, they read. They they're now an NFT marketplace. Up. Why? Yeah. What are they doing? Are they doing music-related stuff? Nope, it's just general. It's whatever. It's just an NFT. Is there... It makes me wonder if these companies are seeing something that we're not seeing. They must. They they must. They must. Do they see this as a potential like market dip and now is the time to buy in because the market's dipping? So because that sounds like a crypto low, That sounds like a crypto bro mindset. Buy the so dip, buy the dip. The, you have to get in the mind of the crypto bro. Yeah. In order to understand these business decisions. Yeah, I have no idea. That doesn't mean they're better. It just means they're more understandable. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it makes no sense to me at all. But whatever. It the real the real problem to me about this whole thing is like this week we saw Game Informer hit with massive layoffs because of this. Game Informer was already a skeleton crew. They cut basically their entire video team, an editor, an editor in chief of the like, you know, publications for magazine online, everything. So IGN Mm -hmm. or sorry, Game Informer was like, take a massive, massive blow from this because I don't think GameStop values what Game Informer does. Right. When I think of no, I would think Game Informer is kind of leading GameStop in these places that they want to go and want to be at so by cutting that it's like they're totally undermining what they're what they are trying to build and now they're just focusing on other things it seems like nfts mm-hmm. and remember last year we talked about 
GameStop location is kind of pivoting towards a, oh, you can come in and play games while you're here. Less of a shop, more of an experience type thing. But I haven't heard right, anything Right, but I haven't that. seen any implementation of that whatsoever. Zero implementation at all. Yeah. This would have never happened under Reggie. If Reggie, if Reggie stayed on at GameStop? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. I just... Would it, wait, uh, oh yeah, because he left Nintendo. Yeah. And then no, went to GameStop? A... Wait, is he actually... No, he's he retired. GameStop? He's fully retired. Now I gotta look it up. I gotta look it up. What's his last name? Reggie Fiamme. You just have in Reggie GameStop. Uh, Reggie is retired. Oh, so in 2020, he joined GameStop in 2020, which means he mm -hmm. left uh, Nintendo in 2019. And he said he was on board for a year, criticized the company, saying the current management led by former CEO had rebuffed his ideas, but believed the company should be successful. He he thinks the company should could be successful um, if they pivoted to an e-commerce uh, e and could better satisfy its customer base. Wait, so this is actually under Reggie's recommendation. Not NFTs, though. He just, to e-commerce in general. So he thinks that GameStop should be like a, I don't know. Like a, not a digital store, store. Digital store, yeah. A digital store. I don't know. There's probably more. That's just a headline, so I'm sure he has actual more quotes. That's a summarization and a generalization a little bit. But... Mm. Yeah, kind of, kind of crazy. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. You can check out the GameStop NFT website if you would like. It's something. It sure is something over there. Yeah, I'm also curious as to what resources the employee cuts are, you know, going towards. I, I don't think employees I think... just to get out of the red. Yeah. Hmm. Probably. Makes sense. But remember, James, NFTs are going to make up for they've all. They've been hemorrhaging cash for some time now. Yeah. Also, because of this, my uh, GameSpot, GameStop uh, uh, stock got split. So they split stocks this week, which means, uh, let's say my GameStop um, value, my GameStop stock, I have one share. Let's say my share was valued at $60, right? Right. So they split GameStop three ways. So now I have three shares worth $20 instead of one share worth $60. Mm. So they did that to every single share ever, like in their mm -hmm. company. So pretty interesting. I don't really know how that shakes out. It's valueless. It has no value, but you know. Yeah, I think that's a shit. I remember learning about that at some point, but I yeah. forgot. Guys, Sorry, folks. Thank you so much for watching this clip. If you want to watch the whole podcast, you become a member right here on YouTube or listen to the whole thing for free on audio platforms. We appreciate you guys listening and we'll see you on the next one. Boom. All right. We'll try again with the Assassin's Creed one for the clippies. Yeah, we will. Okay. Hit me with the next. Supermassive games sold in gaming and gaming's latest buyout. Interesting article title. This comes from GameSpot.com. Supermassive Games, the British game developer behind Until Dawn and The Quarry, more recently has been sold. Nordisk Games, which already owns Just Cause Studio Avalanche, has acquired 100% ownership of Supermassive. Nordisk previously held a 30.7 stake in Supermassive, so they have a prior relationship. Supermassive has more than 300 developers, and the press release announcing the buyout made no mention of any staffing changes apart from plans to grow. 
Supermassive CEO Pete Samuels said, We have an exciting and ambitious growth strategy for Supermassive Games and Nordisk Games. O- ownership only enhances that. I said that weird. Uh, I'm hugely excited about where the security offered by this partnership and continued access to the expertise within Nordisk Games will take us next. End quote. Uh, financial terms of Nordisk's buyout of Supermassive were not disclosed. The deal is just the latest in the gaming space. 2022 is expected to be a massive year for mergers and acquisitions in the gaming space, as we know, uh, with some projections saying deals to together total $150 billion. Billion dollars. That's insane. Insane to me. It's so, it is just so wild. So it's a lot of money. Um, I'm actually really excited for this because I think Supermassive needs to make more games. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. It'd be great. I don't really know. I don't know the pros and cons for an acquisition like this, I guess, except unless they're getting more money. Like, are they publishing? Are they Supermassive? Are they still going to be called Supermassive? They're just under Nordisk Games now? Yeah. Like, how does that work? Mm -hmm. It's not like... It's not like Nordisk is huge. Nordisk is a game company. Yeah, they're uh, that has their f- publisher, right? It says on their website they're funding and supporting Europe's finest game companies, but they have a parent company themselves, which is Nordisk Films, and they're so they're a film produ- film production company before games. I don't know. They're based out of Denver. well, that actually might work well because these games are very cinematic. Sure. Yeah. Oh, but they own Avalanche as well as Flashbulb. I don't know Flashbulb. Flashbulb does. They also own. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. They used to own Raw Fury, but Raw Fury left to do its own thing. Interesting. Oh yeah, Raw Fury. They're like Raw Fury's like uh, Devolver levels of you know like doing really cool indie games yeah. that are like super original. Yeah. Um, yeah, so interesting. I guess we'll see what the full effects of this are, but I guess if that means more money for them. Corey was pretty successful and reviewed very well. So, um, Also, it's $20 off on Amazon right now. Uh, it is. All week. So Yeah, go play it. It's great. I kind of just want to buy it. I kind of just want to go for it. You should. I only played games I'll play for until dawn first, though. Yeah, I know. You're right. I got games to play. I'll buy Corey eventually. And until Dawn looks great on PS5, I think it runs at 60 frames. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. Good stuff. But looking at one more little story from the PlayStation blog, we have the PlayStation Plus Games catalog lineup for July. Now, I put this Let's in as a go! story. I put this in as a story because we were very concerned that they did not release anything at the beginning of July for here's what's coming in July. And were they going to fulfill their promise of new games every month, James? But guess what? They pulled through they and it was exactly did. what you were waiting for. They fucking did. I won. Vincent, you did. I want. I broke into a maniacal laughter. My. <laughs> wow. Oh, Sony! Oh, Sony! You think you got me? Oh, you think you God. got me? <laughs> I win! I won! You, you won. fools! You it won. was me all along. Mm-hmm. I won. It's always been me yep tell him why ben and i'll tell you freaking why 
Today we're happy to reveal that the inaugural game catalog lineup for the all new PlayStation Plus will be available to play for extra and premium members on July 19th and it's headlined by the much anticipated feline adventure Stray which makes its debut as part of the catalog but James that doesn't matter to you that's not the reason why I win also featuring in this month's game catalog are Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade, James. <laughs> Which James has felt cheated by for the last 12 months, let's say. Okay? Yes. And he hasn't folded. I folded and bought the game. James stayed strong and it paid off. I've been talking about this every month since it's come up in the news. Yeah. Every much. time you've mentioned Final Fantasy VII, say, James, you've got to get this game. It's on sale. You've got to buy this game on the show. I said... I'm holding out because one of these days it's coming to PlayStation Plus that's and right. that's when I'll play it. And guess what? It did. And it did. And it's coming with Marvel's Avengers. Another game that I said I would not buy and wait till it's a PlayStation Plus game. You should check out uh, the campaign and then stop. Actually, I will. You should just skip right to Black Panther's campaign because it's great. I love that campaign so much. I, that's the, the only thing I want to play. Yeah. And it, oh, and Kate Bishop's was actually pretty cool too. Hawkeyes mm, felt okay. the same as Kate Bishop, so, you know, whatever. Kate Bishop's the best character in the game. She's awesome. Uh, five Assassin's Creed titles and two Saints Row titles. Pretty cool. And, you know, kind of what we, we mentioned uh, Avengers, I want to mention the news that I have in the end of this is uh, Jane Foster, who is the Mighty Thor. She's also in the game as of last week. She's a playable character, has a little bit of a story, that kind of thing. And the next character that's coming will be the Winter Soldier, and that comes in... Uh, next month or something like that so i don't know they're just busting out characters not i don't don't know how much content's coming with these two characters but they're i'm very surprised they haven't given this the complete axe like that's yeah. three characters in the I last two this I'm year really so far surprised yeah three characters this year is not bad not bad okay uh yep and that's basically it that's it you know, I'm reading this. Oh, sorry. PlayStation games. Plus premium members can also enjoy a couple classics. No Heroes Alive for PSP. Loco Roco Midnight Carnival for the PSP. And these titles will also be available on July 19th. Dub. Have they done PSP games before? Yes. Okay. I want more PSP games. Yeah. Um, and if you're for some reason, it, Italian members get a few more classic games. Like one of them was Dino Crisis. They cut it. They they updated it they and they it. cut it. Yeah. Which means I think that'll be for next month. Or Dino Crisis Remake is finally coming. Dino Crisis 4 is also. That'd be awesome. That'd be really awesome. Oh, also, um, this is a side note, but Dino Crisis made me think of it. That one game, Exo Primal, mm-hmm. its beta was released this last week. Did, did it get good anything? I don't know. I haven't seen any. Uh, I think it's kind of like uh earth defense force and like it's fun some people will be really really into it but i don't think it's really for wide audiences dope vincent i have a question about this do you think this is like if we get more months like this do first of all one do you think this is just a show out month and then the next months are going to be kind of kind of flaky um they gotta gotta keep bringing it they gotta keep bringing yeah do you think we're going to keep getting this Okay, I, I really. And do you think this is a strong start? And you think this is what they need for this? Um, I think this is a strong you start. You think this of, is promising of headline titles. Mm-hmm. I think the draw for me is the titles that I wouldn't have played. Like I've played Final Fantasy VII, I've played Avengers. Sure, the Assassin's Creed games are kind of cool, 
and the Saints Row titles are they're big games, you know what I mean? But I'm I'm looking for where's that block of twenty games where one of them might pop out of me of like, oh, I missed that a long time ago. Like I'd actually like to play that. That's kind of what That's I'm not wanting. a good ratio, Vincent. <laughs> no, I know, but like it's gonna be different for everybody. I'm sure somebody has more than that. But I I I would sure. like to see these headline titles, like, okay, sick. These are great, like the far like a far cry game. You know, like these big titles that like maybe got just big the ones that are gonna be flashy in everybody's face and then you read the rest you're like ah, okay there's like two in there that i kind of want to play so like that would be i'll play the far cry game and those two games that kind of thing that's what i'm looking for and i think they're still trailing off titles. the original offerings for for the big chunk of games sure yeah the initial release of yeah. big games right okay yeah i think so for sure but i think they succeeded in following that trail with uh final fantasy 7 remake yeah. and stray I mean, you get. Unity. I think Stray oh, is sure. that yeah. kind of like indie, indie game where like I wouldn't have played unless it came to this game. Or, yeah. Or like, I kind of want to buy it. But, but <laughs> okay. why would I buy it when I could just pay for a month of this, that kind right. of thing? Right. Yeah. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say, and I think like Final Fantasy VII Remake, aside from the joke, is like one of the one of the games that I would consider buying if I didn't think it was coming to PlayStation. Yeah, Plus. game's incredible, James. It's it, it might be my top 15 games of all time. 50? 15. Oh, 15. Wow. Okay, it was not, it good. was like, it was so good. It's so good. Okay. Uh, do we know when these drop? Oh, July 19th. It's also one of the horniest games I've ever played, but I told you about that. I like a little bit of horny. It's super horny. Uh, okay. Yeah, moving on to the next thing. Hit me, James. New details on the new skate game. This literally came as of this morning. And all week, EA's been trying to cover up leaked footage from the alpha testers, banning accounts really? left and right. There's there's a ton of footage on Reddit. Did you, you see it out. before today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I was I looking into that. it yesterday. Mm. It's called Skate. Just Skate. Yeah. Uh, it's a live service free-to-play game. It's coming to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC with cross-play and pr- cross-progression. Microtransactions will focus on cosmetics and convenience, which means like, I guess maybe like progression things that mm-hmm. like you don't want to spend a bunch of time doing one thing. So you'll pay to do it. Uh, it's still early in development, so probably won't see gameplay for like another year. Yeah, um, I am stoked that this is free to play. I am so stoked. I think that's a good space for these skate like slash snowboard games is because I think they're very like uh, drop in, drop out. Like, oh, I, I feel like playing this for a yeah. little while and then right. drop it for a little while, come back to it. Yeah, um, I'm hoping oh, we'll see what features come. We'll see what features come with it. I don't really know. Okay. I'm looking for my own, like by myself, there's an empty skate park and I'm just going. And I'm also looking for the skate park where it's just a bunch of ridiculous people from all around the world on different consoles and we're just all skating into each other that's what i'm looking mm-hmm. for i want the best of both worlds that's it and i want hall of meat back that's all i want we need a hall of meat if that's not in it i don't want it just kidding i definitely still want it but i would like hall of meat i'd like I mean, to bring every, break every bone in my body yeah that's my number one goal <laughs> number one goal cool uh i'm gonna start the recording um do you want to read this give me a countdown because i'm gonna well, here's how it's gonna go for this one i'm gonna summarize these points and some of them are outdated mm-hmm. and then this is the real article right here on the bottom so i'm gonna summarize this and then you can go into here is that good with you 
Okay, yeah. You need to give me... I don't know how I'm going to know. I'll throw it off to you. I'll throw it off. But when when I throw it off, you just start with this area. Do you want me to um, cut to your big cam? When you... Like the minute you start reading? Mm -hmm. And then you just cut to your cam when you're reading I'll be like... Yeah, so I'll do when headline, we'll do both. And then the minute you get into your summarization, I'll go big cam. Yep. Perfect. Sounds good. All right, ready? Three, two. This week, a new Assassin's Creed game setting has potentially leaked. It's setting, location, lore, all that good stuff. Now, this comes from Game Rant, but the article got quickly, like, pretty outdated. So this comes from Jeremy Penter, who's a very famous leaker in the past for a lot of ubisoft games he was he leaked prime like a lot of the far cry games before they came out a lot of the assassin's creed before they came out he says that this year's assassin's creed game will be aztecs okay that's the location sounds pretty cool he thinks the city of techno chitlin i believe mm-hmm. that's how you say it in mesoamerica and chitlin, yeah uh, i guess it's been an overall popular fan demand to be in the aztec empire but but we have some new information here straight from our boy, Jason Schreier. James, read what comes from Video Games Chronicle. Here's what we got from Jason Schreier. According to Bloomberg reporter Jason Schreier, our man, friend of the show, who we don't know, um, <laughs> who's responding to a claim made earlier on Wednesday that the next series entry has an Aztec setting. He said um, that the next game is Rift, which is set in Baghdad. So he's right there he, he says he says no 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 no. it's not aztec you got it all wrong yeah it's not Aztec. he said it's actually in baghdad and then he says quote after that will be assassin's creed infinity and while that's going to include a bunch of different games experiences biomes whatever you want to call them he's heard i've or jason trier heard about the main two and neither of them are aztec unquote so well not officially Okay. Let's talk about that real quick. Let's talk about that. So AC Infinity, we know as the live service Assassin's Creed game that is eventually happening. But yes, the sort of the 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 multiverse of Assassin's Creed. It'll have different biomes, different places you can go from a potential hub world sort of dealio. I don't really right. We don't know. We don't know how that looks, but it's going to be an ongoing game with new biomes, locations, characters added, all that kind of stuff. Right. But before that. That's what this Assassin's Creed Rift seems to be, which is right here um, that this is going to be a standalone game, right? So read what is what is Assassin's Creed Rift? That's what these next points are. Okay, let me find my place. Um, Codenamed Rift and starring Assassin's Creed Valhalla character Basim, the title was originally planned as an expansion for the most recent series entry before being spun into a standalone game next year. It said Rift would be released before the officially announced Assassin's Creed Infinity, which is a collaboration between Ubisoft Quebec, who did Odyssey, and Ubisoft Montreal, who did Origins and Valhalla. Let me hit you with this, though. This is the most interesting part to me. It says, well, not officially announced, it's been claimed that Ubisoft is planning to release a smaller scale, which is Rift, stealth-focused Assassin's Creed game this year or in Mm -hmm. 2023. So Rift is going to be smaller scale. It's been rumored that it is not open world. It's a very linear Assassin's Creed right, game. Right, linear experience. Um, yeah, again, smaller scale because we know how long Valhalla was. It is a never-ending, gigantic game that feels meandering too. Very early in the game, it starts to feel meandering. Yeah, it... Um, 
it makes me worried that this game, whatever it's called, this pre-Infinity game, yeah, is going to be a sort of like, it's like they're throwing a bone to that classic AC audience who mm-hmm. played the Ezio collection, you know, two, three, that had had bits of open world in it, but were mostly a very linear experience. Yeah. Um, comparing to um, even Odyssey, Origins. Or, yeah. but mainly Odyssey and Origins and Valhalla. Um, but I don't know if that's going to, because Infinity is such like a big project, it almost feels like it's kind of just like table scraps hmm. for the people who really enjoy that game. And maybe they do great. Maybe they knock it out of the park and it's a great linear stealth focus Assassin's Creed game that yeah. get, gives that audience everything they want. Um, but I'm also hoping that we do see some of those elements come back in Assassin's Creed Infinity, whether that's in certain worlds that you go to or playing as certain characters. So let me let me ask you about a couple wants or, you know, opinions on this okay sure in rift do you want an rpg style game such as the last three assassin's creed games or would you rather have it the linear experience be not an rpg looting and all that kind of stuff what was the what was the prior option or just how an assassin's creed game used to be more like a black flag or more like an odyssey like those are the kind of differences oh definitely more like a black flag okay so you're still getting upgrades and stuff like that for all of your gear and all that stuff so you're you're making progression sure but it's not kill people loot something it's not good enough delete kill someone like loot something just that process over and over again until you get a piece of right. better gear to up your gear score absolutely i don't want that in a small game even in a big game it's for assassin's creed it's, it's worked for me for odyssey it really worked for me but like for valhalla mm-hmm. it doesn't work for me like it's very interesting how that goes now infinity would you like an rpg system i'm sure it's going to be if it's that big i think it would fit it definitely more so yeah but it is hard for me as someone who's been so exhausted by that system of game Mm -hmm. to want that again yeah just a little burnt out on very heavy rpg mechanics i don't blame you but to say the least i am i'm excited for whatever the future is for assassin's creed I, i haven't completely written it off yet because i do enjoy a lot of aspects of those games some of them more than others but yeah i think i think valhalla was a step in the right direction in some ways but what it was it was more of a step in the wrong direction for me i think i think it's better than odyssey yeah up and down i liked odyssey a lot big fan of odyssey Hmm. guys thank you so much for watching if you want to keep up to date on all the new assassin's creed content you can stay right here on Strictly Casual. If you want to listen to the entire podcast for free on audio platforms, you can go ahead and do that. Or if you want to see the whole video podcast right here on YouTube, you can become a member and watch that here. We appreciate you guys, and we will see you on the next one. Peace out. I think uh, recording takes up a lot of bandwidth. Oh, yeah. For me, and I think that's what happens. I think Well, it's not being a CPU. Mm, That's probably what it is. Unless you... Uh, make it go on your GPU instead of CPU because Discord's running on your CPU right now. Mm-hmm. We can go through some settings later. But okay. it's time for random fun stuff, everybody. Everybody's favorite part of the show. Stories of the story. Hit me. Last of Us Part 1 has gone gold. Beautiful. Seems so early for it to go gold, but great. Yeah. You know, uh, Shredder's Revenge has sold over 1 million copies around the world. Sweet. Um, already talked about this. Bayonetta 3 is finally coming to Switch on October 28th with a family-friendly mode called Naive Angel without nudity. So if you're playing in the living room, it won't be awkward. Yeah, it's fair. Mm-hmm. It's great. Pretty funny. I love it. 
Uh, lastly, I want to bring this up. Uh, Cuphead, Cuphead DLC went platinum. The last meal? Yeah. What do you mean it went platinum? It sold a lot of copies. Oh, oh, oh okay. Sweet. Hold on. Let me see. DLC went platinum. Maybe. Why is this in Bing? Uh... <laughs> It sold over 2 million copies to earn double platinum status. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, that's huge. across the world or across all platforms. GG's Cuphead. GG's. GG's Cuphead. All right, y'all. Thank you for Ladies watching and, and listening. Yep. To episode 121. We'll see you next week for 122. Right? Cheers. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Is that so questionably, right? Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, 122. I think so. I think I'm counting correctly. Okay, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Appreciate y'all. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.